Hey, welcome to Knee Down Podcast. I hope you enjoy. Please like and share if you do. Hello, this is Knee Down and welcome. My name is Aaron and today got sort of three parts that would like to talk about. I'm going to cover the latest MotoGP news that sort of sparked my interest and then we're going to look at UK track days which have opened and then we're going to talk about the fitness aspects of getting ready for those track days. Um, so I hope you enjoy and let's get to it. So for today's MotoGP topic it's KTM Honda, Paul Espargo and Alex Marquez. Now when I saw this come about I was actually really shocked. I would thought I would have thought that they would have given Alex another opportunity for 2021 because he hasn't had any race track time at all for 2020 on that factory Honda. And I was really looking forward to seeing those two brothers at it, to be fair. Um, I thought, I'm sure they were too, because I thought Alex was going to learn a lot from Mark Um and it was going to be interesting to see how he would progress from that point. So now we'll never know because it does look like Paul is going to take that Honda position, which I think is awesome. Paul's sick. Paul is so sick. He's um, he's so gracious as well. Like that guy comes across so well on, uh, on TV. Um, he's handled that KTM incredibly well too. Like if we go from Johan's comments from when he attempted to be on the KTM and he and he just couldn't handle it. Um Pole has managed to do an awesome, awesome job on that KTM. So hats off to him for going from that caliber of a team financially to Honda. Let's hope that he's able to to get to do really well um with the Honda factory side. I think he will do really well. Um, I know Carl and, well, majority of the team complain about the Honda as a bark in terms, mostly on its handling. Uh, so hopefully Paul will be in a good position to be able to handle a crazy machine, a wild bull, because he is coming from that uh, KTM beast. There was, a, there was a race last year. I can't remember which race it was, but it was so sick. I think it was in... Um, it was in one of the free practices and Paul like came around this left-hand corner and he was sliding the KTM's back wheel out so far. It was so sick. Uh, obviously, conservation of the tyre isn't great with that, but it looked awesome. Um, and uh, let's hope he can bring some magic like that to this, uh, this Honda team. From what I can tell though, and this is going from, again, I saw it on... Uh, visor down that uh, this news and it does look like contracts haven't actually been signed but there's been so many rumours of this talk that I think it's true yeah and looking at Paul's Instagram there's nothing on there that he's put on to confirm it but it seems like a sealed deal going by what this means though this means Alex Marquez needs to now have a ride for 2021 and that is potentially going to be LCR Honda okay check this this is what 
um, Autosport said about Nakagami's side. So as Nakagami's Idemitsu backside of the LCR garage is teammate specifically for the Japanese rider, this plunges Crutchlow's future into doubt. So I don't know. You know, I don't know. What's what's going on? We got uh, Paul potentially going to Honda factory. We got Alex potentially going to LCR Honda. That now leaves Carl Crutchlow uh, as a free agent, I suppose. Where could he go? Loads of really long contracts got signed right at the beginning of the year too. So like Mark had a four-year contract signed with um, with Honda. And Vinales had a, a really long one. I don't know if it was four years as well, but he had a long contract signed with Yamaha too. So this is getting pretty hectic. And we know that Suzuki, Alex Rins, he's got his contract sorted as well. So I don't know where Carl's going to go. Um, begging a lot of questions. And Petrucci, Petrucci's out of Ducati. Um, a lot of, lot of uh, good quality riders are out of out of rides right now for 2021 must be nerve-wracking for them you know okay and now crutchlow we didn't actually discuss it last week i've got it in my notes here um for today so like following last week's petrucci and miller conversation um has confirmed so petrucci has confirmed the exit and crutchlow says that miller could do it so this was from motor gp news so a quote from Crutchlow. Jack Miller is one of the only guys here that has the talent to beat Mark over a season. Now, I personally think that's debatable. I don't think he's the only guy to have the talent to beat Mark over a season. I think Rins has got it really well. And you, you can't discount Fabio Quadraro. I think that Oki was going to do so well this year. But, you know, we'll never know. Um, so we'll have to see for 2021. Continue, uh, Crutchlow's quote. Talent on a motorcycle. He definitely has it, and I believe he has so much as anyone in the championship. And I see him as the guy who can take the step up and take the fight to Mark over the next few years. He's the right rider to do it, I believe, and I think he can when I retire and guide him. But that's up to him, whether he wants me to or not. So, yeah, so, you know, he's going to help out Miller. And uh, following what I just said about him potentially losing a ride, this might be, you know, might be next year. Be a bit sad to see Carl, Carl go. He did really well um, in 2018. Um, then he had that, he had a savage crash, hey. He had a pretty filthy crash at the end of 2018. Um, I think it was at the Aussie. It was at Phillip Island. And... Yeah, that that was that was pretty. That was probably well going by an interview that he did. I can't remember who did the interview with him, but he was sitting on Silverstone track, and uh, he was saying like how he thinks his career was over at that point. And he came back in two thousand nineteen, and he did he did a pretty respectable job. So if we look at Mister Crutchlow, what has he achieved in his uh, Grand Prix career? So he started in 2011 up till 2019 so far. And he started with Yamaha for the first three years. And then he did a year at Ducati in 2014. And then he's been in the LCR uh, squad for the remainder of his 
of the last few seasons. So he's never actually had that factory. He's never had that factory opportunity. Hey, which probably sucks for him. Probably really wanted that ride, but he is he is like thirty five now as well. So as I spoke about last week, um, I think age is a huge factor when these teams come to make a decision. It's uh, it's a very big variable. We can't. I think with Rossi, he is the exception. Definitely the exception. Um, no other rider seems to be holding it as long as they can, as long as Rossi has. So, um, I said that Carl did a pretty respectable 2018-2019. He did, yeah. So 2018, he got 7th. Then he obviously had that crash and he came back and he got ninth last year. Uh, so yeah, pretty, pretty good. If we look at pole, so pole coming in, he's 28. He's, um, his MotoGP career started in 2014. So, yeah, he did quite well at the beginning. Tech 3 Yamaha, uh, 6th, 9th, and 8th. And then he went to KTM, 17th, 14th, 11th. So he's he's really helped bring that KTM up. He had a huge, he doubled his points in 2019. So 2018, he got 51 points for the season. He had one podium. In 2019, he had 100 points, but no podiums. So his placing must have been much better, consistent throughout 2019, which is probably why it's led him to this uh, this Honda chat. To summarize, everything's mental. We have the potential of Pole Espargo leaving KTM, joining Mark Marquez in Honda. That leaves Alex Marquez to potentially moving to LCR Honda. That then leaves Carl to, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where he's going to go. We have Jack Miller going to factory team Ducati. And we have Petrucci in no man's land as well. Pretty hectic. Pretty hectic starts 2021. Okay, and continuing with some MotoGP chat. To rub salt in the wound, we have now received confirmation that Japan, the twin ring Motegi race, has been cancelled, which is devastating. Um, that's later on in the year, and I think that pretty much means that it's a write-off. So, dust your hands off, boys and girls. No more MotoGP races this year, which is a little weird because I think F1 is starting next month. No spectators, but still starting. And Supercross in America has started again. And again, no spectators, but still, um, you know, we, we watch majority of these races on TV anyway, because you can't, unless you're, you know, mega bucks, you can't go to every single race. Moving to another topic, well, other riders, we have a rivalry between Alex Rins and Mark Marquez. So this was from the MotoGP website, and there was an interview with uh, Alex Rins, and he spoke about a couple of sort of incidents, sort of 
factors that ha- happened during the 2019 season. So yeah, he shared some moments in 2019. What he goes into that is he does credit Mark Marquez's mind games that he plays, which he does. He does play with every every rider. And there was that iconic incident that he does with Fabio at the end of last season. Was it FP4? He's trying to he's trying to follow uh, Fabio, or he waited and waited for Fabio to pass. But at this point, I'm guessing his tires were so cold, and there's there was like a well, like a quick right, quick left, and Mark got flipped. He got thrown off that bike so high. I thought I thought he was actually going to land it like a superhero and do a like a action man combat role out of it, but yo, he he clips his toes and then he smacks his knees and woo, that was hectic. Again though, a mind game. So Alex commented on Mark's mind games. Now the way that he saw it is that um, he feels that that meant that Mark considered him as a rival going forward, which I think he does. But then again, Mark does it with everyone. It's not just not just one rider so he does do it with everyone and uh there was a couple of close calls that alex had with mark and there was one one uh, race as well last year and there was like a little bit of bickering you could see when they were coming into the pits so there's obviously a little bit of a little bit of sort of friction there um but at the end of the day i think alex just spoke that uh he respects mark as a rider but you know he just wants what he has so he wants to be the winner as well and that ends it for MotoGP chat. We'll move on to part two. And part two. Not as long this one, really. Like, it's just, uh, it's it's nice that this has happened. So, I think it was 1st of June, MSV Track Days in the UK. They announced that they're starting again and a couple have been booked. A couple of Okies have already put their photos on uh, the Facebook groups. A couple of crashes have already happened. Um, so blowing off those cobwebs getting out there and I think No Limits as well has started track day so I think get those track days booked because um, in England the weather has been sick but I think this is really good this is really positive so especially if No Limits is going to be opening up there there are opportunities as well then this could now lead to more uh, so lead to the amateur racing beginning again which is sick um i know a couple of guys who race in the no limits category and would definitely like to see them getting on it again you know getting started um they put a lot of time and effort into their bikes just like everyone who's super focused on this and spending their own money it's not a cheap sport (laughs) that's for sure so it'll be good to to get out there and start start getting that thrill of uh of races um i'm excited to see what can what can happen so i think in terms of like races let's see what the the amateur side can bring motor gp superbikes world superbikes is definitely out for the count um but what can the amateurs do be good to see be good to see love watching the footage and things from the amateurs super scrappy super scrappy and that brings us to part three, which is fitness. So 
those of you might know, um, I have Track Day Fitness, which you can find on Facebook and Instagram, which is where I so I want to focus the on the fitness aspect for uh, motorsport riders, and it's so hard because there is so limited information out there on motorsport riders and uh, that makes a super challenge but I love the sport um, I did sports science at uni got my fitness degree and uh, this is where this is where I want to train so going to the preparation side of things to get ready for our track days whether you're a racer a general track rider you need to be prepared and the little things that we could do now is start improving our cardio since we're in lockdown and it sucks start getting out there start getting those runs done and you need to start getting the body ready for the intensity that the track riding brings there's a huge misconception in terms of uh, let's put quotes athlete termed with motorsport riders a lot of people discount that a rider motor gp rider superbike rider is an athlete because you're sitting on a machine and letting the machine do all the work but that is wrong you do heaps when you are on that bike like you come off and you're sweating you come off and you're sweating like you've put serious work in your heart rate is through the roof when you're riding now that's due to a few factors but it's just showing that there is the demand on the body to get the oxygen around which means that we are expending a lot of energy we are athletes and therefore we need to prepare ourselves like them a couple of things cardio mentioned mobility and flexibility to help reduce fatigue, increase our range of motion, especially sitting on the bark, that is something that we can easily do at home. We can do it at home, we can do pre, um, a pre-track session, so just having a nice little routine, and then the final thing that we can do nice and easily is our neck strength. I've harped on neck strength quite a bit on, on Instagram and on Facebook because it's such an imperative part it's highly neglected because no one really wants to train their neck don't really know how to train their neck and kind of just yeah you just just forget about it really or until you're riding and you've really pushed it so as soon as your neck starts to get fatigued and you might start getting headache which is going to suck while you're trying to ride um, but it, it just reduces that concentration levels and we don't want to reduce our concentration levels when we're flying down a track as fast as we can and hitting corners and having other riders around us so try and keep that concentration as optimal as possible so I read science of um, science and motorsport it was highly um, orientated around F1 drivers and uh, the, the biggest thing from their research that they were able to pick out was um, monks shoulder fatigue um, neck fatigue was such a huge factor when it came to maintaining concentration. So let's start increasing the mobility of our neck. We've got some good stretches that we can do 
and we can increase the neck strength as well because once we put our helmets on we've added that extra load and then you're throwing it left to right up and down on the track that's what's going to cause um, more fatigue within within the neck muscles so there's a simple little routine that you can follow check out the Instagram uh, it's on the home page and you'll see it neck routine and then you could also find it on the Facebook group as well so that you know it's a couple of things that we can do we can help increase our um, aerobic fitness by going for some runs we can improve our flexibility mobility by getting in our stretch routine and we can reduce the possibility of our necks getting fatigued and us losing concentration on the track by just doing a few exercises. I think that's the best way to get track ready. Um, from a sim simplistic point of view, there are things that we can do at home. Highly recommend people getting started and doing that just so when you get on track, you're a lot more prepared because we have missed quite a few months now or quite a few track sessions which have allowed us to stop building up that tolerance coming into this time of the year. So that's everything. So thank you very much for listening. And uh, until next time, keep your knees down and I'll catch you later.